I have created a freebie for you. 41 ways to teach your child entrepreneurial skills in your homeschool to help you take your homeschool to the next level. Link in the show notes. I am so excited to introduce Neutralite. This company has been around for 80 plus years. They were green before green was even a thing. They have the world's number one kids and adults vitamins and kids and adults probiotics. This company uses the power of plants from seed to product to nourish and support you and your family's immune systems so you can have fun and enjoy living life together. Don't spend another penny on low quality vitamins that invest more in advertisement than the product. Arm yourself with Neutralite vitamins and probiotics. With purchases over $99, there's free shipping. Stop losing sleep and time with your family and get back to life with Neutralite. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today's guest is Yvonne Strand, CEO of Inspirational Homeschooling. Yvonne felt like she was carving out a new path for her family when she started homeschooling. She didn't have a computer, the internet, YouTube, or social media. She faced challenges with learning difficulties and worked through struggles that come with chronic illness and debilitating injury. Even though she felt unequipped before she started, she learned along the way and through it all her faith was strengthened. She grew a deep desire to inspire others and reassure them that they can and will succeed in cultivating knowledgeable, compassionate, gifted, faith-filled individuals that will impact our world in a positive way. In this episode, we talk about how homeschooling students gain confidence as they work through struggles and situations in a home setting that doesn't confuse them with conflicting beliefs and convictions. Things like acceptance or negative influences or comments by jealous or demeaning kids don't worry them either. Also, the benefit of homeschooling is that parents can pinpoint situations that cause their children discomfort and encourage and teach them how to engage and relate in different settings and how most homeschool kids are not intimidated by adults and can work and relate to people of all ages. They easily adapt to different age groups and settings because they are always exposed to a wide array of situations from field trips, gathering, extracurricular activities, rather than the same group of kids at the same age in the same place in the same setting five days a week. So go grab your coffee and go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Yvonne has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Yvonne, say hello to our guests and tell us, what is the misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Hi, I'm Yvonne Strawn. It is so good to be here today. Thank you, Bex, so much for inviting me to talk with you. I'm a homeschool mom. I've been homeschooling for over 14 years, and I've written a book, Inspirational Homeschooling. I speak at conventions, and I'm a homeschool advocate. I write also. I've written for the Christian Home Educators of Colorado blog, their magazine, and also for the Old Schoolhouse magazine. 
So I love writing and I love sharing and I love encouraging homeschool families. So this is just wonderful to be here today. So I really thank you. So, oh, a misconception that a lot of people have about homeschooling is really socialization. Oh, that comes up time and time again. You know, 14 years ago it came up and today it comes up. But, you know, the thing is, it's not just the people that are not homeschooling that have this misconception, but also people that are homeschooling worry about this too. I have people that I speak with because I consult with homeschool families year round. And there's people that really worry about this with their children, whether they're young or especially the teenagers. So, you know, it, it really is something that is important to so many people whether we're homeschooling or we're not homeschooling. So before some of us homeschoolers roll our eyes when we think about this question, we really need to think deeper. So some of my kids seem fulfilled with socialization during their younger years, and it seems a lot easier because there's a lot more people that are out, you know, at the parks and things like that when your children are young. But when you get into those high school years, it seems like a lot of the high school students want to prepare themselves for college. They're home a little bit more. They're studying a little more at home and really just trying to prepare for that. So they're not out and about quite as much. And some of my high school students have actually said that they have struggled with feeling a deeper, long lasting relationship with some of the friends their age that are having some of the same issues, such as, you know, what are they going to do after high school graduation? So, you know, this could be because we live in a more densely populated area here in Colorado. And we have many military bases nearby. But I know that even when I talk to people out of state, especially in those high school years, they talk about this. My niece, she was homeschooled years and years ago. But this was one of the things that she had makes a comment about with her homeschool experience is that she just didn't feel very connected during that time. And so therefore, she doesn't homeschool her children. So it really is something that we can address. So now before I address this, though, I really want to look at what homeschooling does offer and how they are socialized. And then I would like to go ahead and address how we can help our children in those high school years. So homeschool children, uh, they are just as unique as children who attend public school. And you hear this argument quite often. After all, I was one of those kids that attended a brick and mortar school. and I was very shy. I felt like I was a lot less shy once I got out into the world and into the workplace. So the benefit of this is that as we're homeschooling, we can pinpoint these situations that cause our kids discomfort and we encourage them and then we can teach them how to engage and relate to other people during different types of settings. Secondly, homeschool kids seem to thrive with communication skills, flexibility, and workability. In fact, most homeschool kids are not intimidated by adults and can work with and relate to children of all ages. They easily adapt to different age groups and settings because they are exposed to a wide array of situations from field trips, gatherings, extracurricular activities, and study areas throughout the year, rather than in the same group of kids and the same setting five days each week. So that can be an advantage to homeschooling and the socialization aspect. Thirdly, homeschoolers, students... Um, gain confidence as they work through situations in a home setting because parents don't confuse their kids with conflicting beliefs and convictions. They're going to be learning that same conviction, those same beliefs, and solidifying it throughout the years. And that's something that I just treasure about homeschooling is that us as parents are held up to, to who we are, and yeah. our, our yeah. place in the family. Totally. Yes, for sure. 
So we're not worried. Our kids are not worried about that acceptance or the influences or those negative comments by other kids. And, you know, let's face it, kids can get jealous and demeaning just like adults can. Oh my gosh. So, tell me about it. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're not facing that. Yes, that's so true. And then fourthly, in public schools, kids are often encouraged not to listen to their parents these days or value their wisdom. True. So look, your children are going to be influenced by somebody. And so I encourage parents, whether they are homeschooling or whether their children are in a public school or a private school, that they know what their teacher's beliefs are and, you know, what they're going to be, how they're going to be influencing those kids. And then also be involved with the friends and other people that are around their kids. So, you know, even good teachers who care about kids have their beliefs. Other kids have their beliefs. They're raised by their family as well. And, you know, they will be sharing as they teach or as they procure those friendships. And while your kids are being discipled by those peers, by those teachers, by people in school who may have the world, have that view of the world from a worldly perspective, you are not present as a parent. And sometimes you're not even aware of exactly what they're being taught or how they are being influenced. And let's face it, they're in that setting over a thousand hours every year away from you. So therefore you may not even have the opportunity to address those situations because you weren't aware of their exposure in the first place. Homeschool parents are not diminished as a secondary or somewhat non-essential element in teaching their own child values, good character, and hard work when you're homeschooling. And we can work with and teach our children through every trial or relationship since we are with them most of the time. As a Christian parent, I am grateful, completely grateful for those great opportunities to reference the Bible throughout my children's education, helping them realize the wisdom contained within and its relevance to daily life. For example, I can reassure my children of the biblical truth first shared in the book of Genesis and reiterated throughout the Bible that each one of us is truly valued just as God created us, purposefully unique in every way. And this is so important to me because my first daughter, she has Turner syndrome. She has one X chromosome. Got it. And when she started out in a Christian school and there was kids that noticed that, you know, she's shorter. She doesn't run as fast. Math was hard. She was taking forever on math to three hours sometimes. And the teacher would pull me aside and say, I just can't do this with her. Mm. I have other students, which they do, you know, yeah, yeah. but those other kids notice those differences. And I remember one child, she loved wearing dresses and one child said to her, Hey, you know, you wear dresses all the time. Well, she never wore a dress again, you know, because oh. of that influence. I was like, and that's, oh. as you were talking, there were so many things that ran through my mind because as teenagers and preteens, tweens, whatever you want to call them. And even like in the elementary years, their brains are developing, you know, little by little, whether or not they have a learning challenge or some type of really any kind of learning stretch. As parents, you brought the thousand hours a year. That's really a powerful tool to understand how to use, right? They say 10,000 hours and you have mastered something, right? Just 10 years in 
public school, you've surpassed, you'll be surpassing those 10,000 hours because they're going to be doubling on themselves, right? If we think about it, the first thousand hours, then the next thousand hours, like they're by first grade or second grade. Now they're kind of repeating these things over and over in their minds, like the different ways of doing things that they would in the public school. And yeah, you are right. The public school does reinforce not talking to parents, not divulging everything to your parents. And me being a public school teacher, they're using the fact that some kids that really small percentage, and it is a percentage though, but a small percentage are getting abused by their parents at home. So they use that blanketly for the whole entire system of public school. And they're literally creating people who don't trust authority. It's either brilliant and it's divisive. It's like insidious all the same time. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, when we think about that, 10,000 hours is what we need to master something. And by the time they graduate, if we go minimum, they've already had 12,000 hours within the school system, maybe more. I mean, if you're talking about after school and you're talking about, you know, summer school kinds of things, so we're adding more hours to that to like literally indoctrinating. And that brings me to what you do because you actually take and help Christian parents or you just help parents, period. You help parents with homeschooling, right? So that's what you do. You mentor, you coach, you have a book that you wrote, you have inspired, <laughs> you know, homeschooling. <laughs> so like, let's talk about what you do because you brought up so many great points. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I mean- So you come into a person's life or a parent's life or a family's life that wants to homeschool. And what are your services? What do you do? How do you bring it back to the home again? Okay. So, you know, some people call me and they're just lost. They don't know where to start. And they have some ideas of what's important to them. And I really try to get down to what's important to them, because that's going to affect their whole experience homeschooling. If socialization isn't an important thing, but the most important thing to them is their children's education, then that is going to be their major focus. And if they're pushed into something else that their neighbors or other people are worried about, like, let's say they're more worried about the socialization and getting out there with their kids and experiencing the outdoors with their kids, and they're more worried about that education, and they go do those outdoor things, then they're going to feel like a failure because they have not addressed what was most important to them, which would have been the education. Or let's say the most important thing to a homeschool parent is that their child knows God, but then they don't have the tools necessary or that can help them reiterate those things, you know, not just the Bible, but the curriculum. And, you know, is it a secular curriculum? Is it a curriculum that weaves the biblical worldview through it or whatever it is? I mean, they need to look at what's most important to them and what curriculum they're using, what tools they're using to educate their children and even just what they're doing out there. Maybe if they're worried about that, maybe they want to teach their children to serve. And so then instead of going to the park, they might want to serve at the local food pantry. So I try to really see what is most important to that family and to that parent and try to guide them that way first, because that is going to be success in their mind and in their heart, because that is what's most important to them. 
And that's um, what homeschool is all about, right? Like homeschool is about you living your lifestyle and allowing whatever curriculum or whatever education you want to bolster that lifestyle. And that's what you do. Cause sometimes we don't even know what our lifestyle is, right? We're just kind of like living day to day. And when, you know, we talk to people, people like, are like, Oh, so you like this. And you're like, Oh, I guess I do. I, I didn't realize it. So you're there almost like a sounding board, but just to like help them realize, okay, so it sounds like your lifestyle is this. And that really can bring a lot of peace to somebody can bring a lot of revelation knowledge it can bring them to another level in their family where they now are like wait i can see our trajectory too this is where i want to move so now rabbit holes are going to be minimized right well you're helping them see and you're focusing them to their family goals their family values cores that is amazing what inspired you to do that like I know you as a mom went in there and you homeschooled your daughter. And I have to tell you, that's amazing what you did with your daughter and just kind of like helping her through all those challenges. And I'm thinking that those skills you learned there, you know, have been like so valuable to you and, and your daughter's success that, wow, you know, now I'm going to share it with other people. So like what inspired you to go out and to like, I got to help other people. Okay, so <laughs> when I first started homeschooling, I didn't know what I was doing. I, my sister-in-law homeschooled, but I mean, her children were way older. She was done homeschooling by the time I started. In fact, when I started, I thought I would have a little bit more guidance from her, but she was starting college on her own and her kids are graduated. She was in a whole different season of life. <laughs> so here I am, you know, 14 years ago, homeschooling wasn't as you know, prominent is it's a lot more prominent today than it was then. For sure. It was kind of one of those, oh, really? You homeschool? Who does that? You know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, first of all, I felt like I was really carving a new path for my own family, but then having to answer, you know, some of those reasons why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And then as time progressed and you really bring in the social media, I think that's when I started really seeing how many people were like, oh, wait, I should be doing this. Oh, oh, well, no, no, I'm not doing good here. And oh, now I'm, you know, failing here and, and whatever. And you see a lot more people doing what the masses are doing and mm. thinking that, well, they need to be, you know, more relaxed or whatever. And they're compromising their principles. And, you know, you're starting to see children kind of miss some things as they're graduating because of some of these types of things that are happening. So I just wanted to encourage people that, hey, you know, because then I started questioning and I would be like, well, you know, all these people are going out and they're having all this fun with these kids, but I'm here and I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I'm preparing my children the way that my husband and I discussed. And my husband's like, well, you know, we discussed this, this is what, what we're going to do. And this is what's important to us. And you have to keep remembering that. So, I mean, I've had self-doubt and I hear it all the time. I hear parents meeting with the mom and they'll be crying about, well, you know, I'm failing my kid here. Or I don't know what I'm doing here or whatever. And it just breaks my heart. I want to give people that confidence in themselves and direction and, you know, battle that self-doubt. I'm going to be doing 
uh, one of my PowerPoints this year that I'm going to be speaking on is battling self-doubt because I just feel like it's so important as a homeschool parent yeah. uh, to have that. And so I just want to encourage people. I want to guide and direct them so they don't have that self-doubt because I've been there. I know it, it hurts. Yeah. It's hard. My husband was a big help in that area and still continues to be today. Okay. So I really appreciate that. And I just want other people to have that too. Cause I see how people are like, Oh no, I need to do this. Everybody's doing that. Or I'm not doing well here or whatever it is. And I feel like if we're not solid, how are our kids going to be solid? Wow. Did you just drop that bomb right now? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That was, wow. Yes, you're right. You know, our example to our children or the kids that we teach is probably the most important thing and the most important thing they're going to learn. Really, a lot of things are caught, not taught, believe it or not, right? Like just understanding that our us being sure, like when I first, first started podcasting, man. So one lady that I really admired her name was Robin Meadows and she was the first person that I had ever interviewed she was an author she wrote a bunch of different devotionals called overwhelmed by my blessings from you version and she wrote a book all these different things she had homeschooled for 23 years because she had a, a lot of kids I think like seven kids and the one thing that she said that it was the most important for her homeschooling was that she was an example every single day to her kids on how to live life. And that just always resonated with me. And that sounds exactly like what you're trying to help parents. So it sounds like you help parents so parents can help their kids. So that way they're able to literally enjoy homeschooling because it should be an enjoyable and a fulfilling time in your life I mean you only get them for this amount of time like you don't it, it's like once there are no longer children that's it that time is kind of gone so to be able to have someone come into your life and help you literally with their experience bypass that because honestly the best experience is learning from someone else's experience so you're not reinventing a wheel right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Yvonne tell me where can people go to connect with you to find your resources and be able to register for whatever webinars or conferences you have coming up okay so if you go to inspirationalhomeschooling.com I have links to work with you one-on-one -on -one if you'd like to and I offer that for free because it's just really my heart. And on top of that, I'll be speaking at the Denver convention and working there as well. And I'm not sure which other conventions I'm going to be at, but I will put that on my website as well. Also on my website, you can find blog posts, list conventions that are available, state laws are very important because, you know, if we're not following those and we get caught, they're going to use us as, as an example. It's just what's wow, going to happen. So, so you know, that's really important to know our state laws and those state laws can change from year to year. So I have links to that as well. 
And, you know, really, it's just my heart to help homeschool families. My book's available on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. I have links to that on my website. And tell you what, if you order my book on Amazon and then also do a review and send me an email, I will give you a $10 Amazon gift card and just oh. send it to you via email to any, any of the listeners. And if you can do that and you send that to me before the end of January, then I'll offer that to anybody who wants to take me up on that. <laughs> wow, Yvonne, I can really, really feel your heart. Man, thank you so much for coming on. It's been awesome just hearing your testimony, hearing your experience, literally like hearing and feeling your heart and how you just love the homeschool community, parents, I know that there's parents out there, brand new parents, parents who have been doing this that just really need to link and lock arms with somebody who has experience and can just walk them through this journey because life itself is challenging how much more taking on an extra career. <laughs> it's like, so thank you so much. As we're wrapping up, is there one big takeaway you want to leave with parents as they walk away from this conversation? Yes. You know, parents, I just want to encourage you that you know your children better than anybody. You're with them more than anyone. I just want to encourage you that you can look at them and you can help them better than anyone because you see when they're struggling, you see when something bothers them, you see what's hard for them and then what's easier for them. You can help them with wherever they want to go in life and change the curriculum or their experiences to reflect that. And with that being said, I mean, my second daughter, she's a senior in high school now. My first daughter's graduated. She's the one with the Turner syndrome. And then I have three more after that. But wow, <laughs> my second daughter has changed. I mean, when she was 12 years old, she made cakes and we have a Facebook page called Artistic Cakes by Amber. So people order cakes and she does these big custom cakes, but she did that when she was 12. And wow. after a time, she said, you know what, mom, I just don't want to do that for for my life, but I want to do that for fun here and there. So she still does it, but it's wow. not going to be her career. So I'm like, oh boy, for all this time and effort into training her and everything, you know, and she was probably what, 14 by that time. She goes, I want to go fly airplanes. So, you know, then I get her into civil air patrol and we have this program called Aerolab here that also offers like different programs that, you know, she was in a glider and soloed in a glider and different things like that. And we did all that. And this year, you know, things have been changing in America and, uh, you know, in her heart too. And she goes, you know what, I want to serve people and I want to help. And so now she's looking more at dispatching, but maybe not, not flying because she wants something different and something that she can help people with every day. And so, you know, there again, here we go, you know, taking her and um, letting her do a sit in with dispatch, a ride along with Lise. And my husband's a retired police officer. So anyway, you know, you can change all of that according to what their future will bring. And it's just been such a blessing to be able to do that with each of my children. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. 
And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.